So how's it going, boys? It's going fantastic. Good. Yeah, uh, fantastic. I love to hear that. Yeah. Finally got to go outside for a little, which is nice because I feel like I haven't done that since I started working over a month ago. What you haven't gone outside? Not for anything. I feel like walked yeah. in my car. Oh. I feel like I haven't been outside since March. <laughs> well, that's unfortunate. Well. I don't know. I, I kind of like it. Oh, well. If that's <laughs> if that's. I mean, in the summer, it's way too hot, so I feel that. <laughs> in the summer is when I want to be out. I want to be out on, like, the beaches and stuff, but all that was closed. Now, you, Obviously, you I still went outside, guys. Don't worry. You step outside in the summertime and you're already sweating. I hate it. I don't sweat. Well, okay. Then you probably have a bigger problem. And I don't know if well, that's scientifically possible to not sweat. No, like, you know how, like, people literally, like, you know, just sitting, they're just sweating? Yeah. You know, people like that? Yeah. I, I'm, Love, not, I, I'm not like that. I don't sweat, at, like, at all. Logan is one of those people. We will bring it up also onto the gridiron so he can defend himself, I guess. But <laughs> yes, Logan sweats a ton. And when you hang out with him in summer, it is just funny. Not even like, it's not like an issue. It's just funny at how much he sweats. He has an extra sweat gland, I found out. So, yeah. Oh, it's concerning. Yeah, I was like, is he okay? Yeah, no, it's like, I guess some people have it. Um, yeah, no, like, I mean, if I like, but the, like the, the flip side of it is I feel like I sweat way more than the normal person when I like do like any physical activity. Like as soon as I start, like, like if we're playing like basketball or something, I feel like I sweat like, like terrible, like not as bad as Jake Phillips. Cause like that dude's always like oh, soaking yeah. wet. Like That's... he just got out of a water park. <laughs> That's honestly like, I'm not that bad. I can draw to Logan. Like I honestly think Logan might be easily same level as Jake. Maybe more. Oh my god! It's it's, a, it's weird. It's just <laughs> weird how much that comes off some people. Oh, I but, can't uh, believe he's on. I can't believe he's on this team with us. He's weird. Let's get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Casually bringing that up into the gridiron, especially if he doesn't listen to this episode in the meantime, which he better be. Um, but yeah. <laughs> And then uh, the other part I hate about summer is the bugs. <laughs> and I got to tell you guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it was, yeah, two days ago. No, Friday. Friday night, there was the biggest praying mantis I have ever seen in my life on my door. The outside, and hopefully? I, on the outside of the door, yeah. But I didn't notice it at first until I, like, st- like I was, like, practically almost touching it. And I freaked out. <laughs> And those things are nasty, I hear. So, like, I, I didn't mess with it. Like, oh, I didn't really? try to, like, knock it off or anything. We, I just let it sit there. Yeah, we see one every now and then at our house. I guess we don't mess with it either. I didn't know, like, they're, like, nasty if you try and mess with it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, like, how they get there, such what they do, like, what draws them to a certain spot. But they just chill. For well, you know why they're always praying is because they're apparently possessed by the devil. Oh. So they're constantly paid to like stay sane, but then yeah, if you if you provoke them, you know the devil comes out. <laughs> Never heard that. So, but yeah, they're pretty much like the flamingo of insects, oh. and they freak me out. So, anyways, that was my that was my big excitement though. Nice on Friday that I wanted to mention. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, so I'll be looking forward to when all the demons that we call bugs uh, hibernate. Yeah, shortly here. Whenever fall kicks in and it's like sweatshirt weather and it's cool enough that all the bugs have gone back to their caves for uh, till hell starts next year. That's like prime time. That's my favorite time of year. Did you say sweatshirt weather? Yes, sweatshirt weather. I call it sweater weather, personally. Oh. Well, I... It's a good song. Personally, it is a good song. More sweater. It's sweater. too cold. 
<laughs> oh my god. Well, since we're about at uh, the perfect time of year, I believe it's also a perfect time to get this episode rolling here on Top Terrace Sports. Uh, so welcome back, both of you. And clearly, things have been going well uh, since Brett didn't provoke that praying mantis. But yeah, um, lots has been going on in the sports world, and we will get to that. But any other touching points before that? Uh, anything super exciting? That's not damn freak you out uh, like the praying mantis. Um. <laughs> well, you know my girl at Duncan, right? Yeah. Uh, I think we mentioned that on To the Gridiron. Well, so on Saturday, I had pre-ordered on the mobile app um, a nice bagel and a coffee roll to go with my coffee that morning, and. Turns out when I got there in the drive-thru, they didn't have those items. They were out. And so she literally said to me, you know what? Like, I'm going to give you, like, what, whatever two replacements you want from the entire menu, like, you can have. Because you come here every day and, like, you're a good customer. You're always very nice. I was like, oh, my God. So I ended up getting, I just said I wanted a sausage, egg, and cheese, like, uh, croissant. Oh, plus- yeah an apple cider donut and those would be my oh, replacements and she gave me two apple cider donuts and two sausages egg and cheese croissants oh my god with my coffee so yeah i mean with it's coffee. just it, it really pays off to to go to the same duncan obsessively and have the manager know you we were already so. on board with it when you just got one free coffee every other day from going that much and now you're getting free stuff on top of it that's incredible Oh, I, I felt so special. Like she she's a very, very nice lady. If she ever hears this, I don't know why she would. But she's a very nice lady. Now that's different from the Wendy's girl, correct? Yes. Okay. okay. We don't need to discuss the Wendy's girl on this podcast. Is the Wendy's girl a babe? Oh my god. Spencer she is it's unbelievable. It is absolutely unbelievable. That's all I'm going to say. Um, almost as unbelievable as Jimmy Butler. But I <laughs> that was my poor attempt at a Jimmy, segue. <laughs> that was incredible. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I thought Adebayo was a lot better, but yeah. Bam Adebayo is a... We are seeing him blossom into an elite uh he is a bad man he is a bad man oh my god so is that is that what we're gonna start with we're gonna start with some nba action boys have to i was just thinking when i was saying unbelievable like what else is unbelievable and jimmy butler immediately the transition also the transition was flawless we're rolling with it just like the heat and the lakers rolled into the championship um the finals the finals. My bad. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, the Heat went in six. The Lakers went in five. We can go over more of a game-by-game uh, breakdown if you guys want to. But are you at all surprised after – I know we gave our predictions, but after watching those games play out, are you surprised that uh, these series ended when they did? Well, I just want to give myself some credit. I, I believe I took the heat in six, exactly. Uh, so, you know, pat myself on the back. But with that said, I am surprised. Um, I, I kind of felt like watching game six that the Celtics were going to force a game seven. I don't know if you mm-hmm. either of you caught that game as well. Um, but the heat really um, just kind of locked it down uh, defensively, especially towards the end of the third quarter there and, and in the fourth, and just were able to pull away. Um, but I thought we were headed for a game seven. Um, but in terms of, I guess, the outcome of the series, I'm not really surprised that the Heat uh, took care of it. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. I thought Boston looked like they were going to force it, but – uh, the the heat the 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 best part about a zone the best thing you can do when running a zone defense is get a lead because 
you know, with the lead that they had, uh, you know, I don't know how much they were up. It, it was it was such a close game. They probably only had like a six, maybe eight point lead. So it was still close. But Boston just started throwing up really stupid shots to try and, you know, force their way back into it. And it yep. wasn't, it wasn't, they weren't falling. Uh, they were, the Heat were executing the zone to literal perfection at the end of the fourth. Um, and they were just turning it around and getting fast break uh, turnarounds on the other end and getting these, you know, easy, easy uh, layups and, and shots and points. And, you know, it was, uh, it was a uh, pretty, uh, man, I don't even know. It was fitting, I guess is the right word with how well the Heat played for them to all of a sudden, you know, late in that game, kind of put together this perfect uh, game and uh, put it away and, and put the cap on their run to these finals. Um, they've looked incredible this entire playoffs. Definitely. Yeah. Well said. I concur. Are you confused? Vic, what did you, you think? Uh, so I actually did see game six, and considering I had Celtics in six, um, I just kind of thought the Heat were playing better than maybe I gave them credit for, and uh, that that would run out, and clearly I was wrong here. Um, I had Celtics in six saying if it went seven, Jimmy Butler would probably steal it, but they didn't even need to go to seven, um, and they proved that through various different wins. Um and just overall great performances kind of makes me uh, skeptical to pick against them in the future uh, in the in the finals, but we'll get to that in a sec. Um, yeah, I was impressed by that. I want to – I had one more note real quick on that series. Um, something scary, I think, for the entire Eastern Conference that started to happen in games five and six was Tyler Harrow creating his own shots and hitting them. Um, I don't know if you picked up on that, Spencer. Like, we know he's a great shooter and a great player, uh, but typically they were running him in kind of like pick-and-roll situations and um, just screens in general to get him an open look. Um, In games five and six, I saw him all of a sudden uh, handling the ball and going one-on-one against defenders, creating his own shots and hitting them. And if he can start doing that with regularity and continue to grow as a player, that is bad news for the Eastern Conference. Oh, for sure. I think that's something that probably comes in. I don't know this for a fact, but I would say that comes from playing with Jimmy Butler. Um, I'm sure, you know, Jimmy Butler is the t- type of, you know, player who in a sim- similar vein can create his own shots. Think about when he was in Chicago. Um, you know, I-, I think that's something that you can like pick up on and, and improve your game the way Hero has. Yeah, it, it's scary. I thought even scarier was Duncan Robinson. I mean, that was a guy who was like a two-way player, and he was absolutely balling out. This he's been this entire um, like playoff run for the Heat. Like, you know, to have such a dependable shooter like that, a guy who if he's open, I mean, he was hitting shots with hands in his face too. So I mean, but if he was open, you knew that he was hitting it. Um, to have like that kind of reliable shooter. Think about almost every championship team has a guy like that, you know. Um, but he definitely seemed to have two, uh, really. Uh, it's insane. And then Iggy, that entire game six, holy crap, found like the fountain of youth or something. Um, <laughs> the way he hit, the way he was taking those shots, I should say, with such confidence after really kind of doing nothing, uh, I would say, basically all year and this postseason so far. Um, yeah, and to have the confidence as you know a vet player to just know like this is my shot and I'm gonna make it. Uh, he hit some big threes in this game. Um, absolutely, absolutely insane. The just the heat in general, absolutely insane. Yeah, and six straight NBA Finals appearances now for Andre Iguodala. Yeah, um, awesome. Which I'm just thrilled for him because you know obviously. Uh, I love him with all my heart. Um, but yeah, really good point, Duncan Robinson, too. He kind of reminds me of like a poor man's Clay Thompson. Um, and I, I think he can develop into a um, middle class man's Clay Thompson. You know, 
as he progresses in his career. But you're exactly right. I mean, every team needs a guy like that, and the Heat have one. And a lot of other pieces. Um, very, very well-constructed team, like we've been saying. Absolutely. Um, and then over to the West, the Lakers take it in five. Um, looked, I know some of the games were closer, but looked like a, the more dominant team in this series in my eyes, uh, aside from just the amount of games it took for them. Um, what do you guys think about that series? What do you think of uh, the Lakers moving forward? And then after your thoughts on that, we'll get into what are your predictions for this honestly intense uh, finals matchup that I'm actually really excited for as someone who isn't still as into the NBA. Um, I'm going to try and watch every one of these games. So Spencer, take it away first. Like, uh, the first thing that I want to say about the Lakers nugget series is just like the nuggets, I think surprised everybody. Um, obviously, you know, in the first two rounds with their backs against the wall uh, and being able to pull it off. Um, obviously, they weren't able to do it this go around, but they really held their own against the clear favorites um, to, to go to the finals and probably win the finals. So um, I, I just want to say the Nuggets were absolutely, you know, fantastic to watch. They were so much fun to watch this entire and that series against the Jazz, I had given up hope on oh. that and thought that, like, they they weren't anywhere near the type of team that everybody wanted them to be and everybody thought they would be. And, boy, they proved me wrong. Um, I was ready to count them out. And then with what they did against the Clippers, and they, like I said, they honestly did hold their own for the most part against the Lakers. The Lakers are just very clearly, uh, you know, the better team there. Um, and I think in game five, we really saw that, um, you know, it was, it was kind of close. And then, you know, LeBron and, you know, he very clearly was like, we're just going to end this in five. Um, and he had himself quite the game. Um, Anthony Davis had played, had played well the entire series. Um, you know, it's just such a good team. Dwight Howard honestly found uh, the fountain of youth himself, uh, which I think is huge for the Lakers um, because with him and, JaVale McGee, they kind of had a weak uh, big man uh, to pair with Davis. And now with how well Howard's been playing, um, you know, I think he's definitely setting them up to feel very confident uh, as they head into the finals. Like I said, like most people thought they would. Um, the team is just, it's so good. And they've got a lot of like, you know, veteran players and like Rondo and Danny Green and stuff. But, you know, they're making it work and and they're playing some of the best basketball, you know, you could ask for. Um, and yeah, I think this is going to be a really exciting finals. Yeah. I, I think, I think the Nuggets actually played the Lakers pretty well. Um, I, I thought game three, the officials kind of, kind of gave the Lakers that one. Um, I know, you know, you can't, you can't blame the refs and, you know, all of that. But they really were just countless, uh, very just blatantly bad calls in that one. And then game four, obviously, Anthony Davis at the buzzer. I mean, there were a lot of, like, it was a good series. And you're exactly right. Credit to the Nuggets for getting there. Um, it was always going to be really tough to have three straight 3-1 three deficit comebacks. Um and yeah, the Lakers didn't even give them a chance. And you're exactly right. The Lakers are just a much better team. Um, but yeah, Jamal Murray and Jokic um, both just played out of their minds this postseason. Um, and they should really, really get some credit uh, in the national media who have been kind of hard on the Nuggets um, of late. But they should definitely no longer get that that. Um, I guess that pressure that, that that has been put on them countlessly. And um, the Lakers are looking like a really strong team, as we all expected heading into <laughs> now, the Now, I want to post this to you guys. Uh, uh, game two of that series, the final score is uh, Lakers 105, Nuggets 103. It puts the Nuggets down 
2-0 in the series. If they take that game, do you think that gives them a little bit of jolt enough to take this series? Because for once, not really coming down. No. They're playing from behind. Okay. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> it was always going to be, like, really difficult for the Nuggets to win this series, regardless okay. of what happened. So, with yeah, I think it's one of those things with, like, LeBron um, and just how clearly, like, how much better he is than everybody. And, again, with the Lakers, just how much better they are. I think the Nuggets definitely could have stolen, you know, an extra game. Um, you know, maybe they even forced Game 7 in some alternate universe. But no matter what, I don't see the Lakers losing Game 7. I don't see LeBron losing Game 7. He would have done every every. Thing. He would have scored all the points if he had to. Um, there was no way he was missing out okay. on those finals. Now, speaking of the finals, the matchup is set. Who are you guys taking and how many games? And then what is the thing you're most looking forward to about it? What player are you most looking forward to watching? Hmm. I'm... I, I think the Lakers are going to win this. I think LeBron is as determined as ever. I, uh, you know, they keep having this mentality of like job's not done. Um, very Kobe mentality. Uh, and I think, you know, for to really cap a perfect year, you know, to win this for Kobe. Um, I just don't see that not happening, I guess. Um, so I'm going to say the Lakers in six. And I think, Obviously, I'm always excited to watch LeBron play. He's a very fun player to watch because of how good he is. I'm, I think, at, as a whole for this series, I'm really excited for uh, Anthony Davis and uh, Bam Adebayo and to see what happens with those two, how both coaches configure, you know, rotations and game plan. Um, with both of those guys and, you know, if they're going to be going head to head with each other, if the Lakers try to put Dwight Howard on bam, um, I think that'll be really interesting. And um, overall, I think the entire series is going to be absolutely fantastic. Okay. Brett. Um, I, I'm expecting the heat to actually play a lot of zone uh, this series. I think that could work really well given just the way their roster is constructed because the Lakers pose a lot of matchup problems for them because Bam Adebayo is really your, your main big. Um, so you figure, yeah, you'll put him on Davis. Uh, then that means Jay Crowder would have to cover Dwight Howard. Um, I mean, he could do it, but I just, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I kind of see a zone working best for the heat here, the heat, actually. Yeah, the heat will definitely, I, I, I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't run his own it, it worked for them against the celtics i'm more so like you know i guess you know how how are the lakers i guess going to uh adapt to bam and how like he's like basically a he's basically a point guard at times you know with how he can handle the ball and bring it up um so i guess that's more so what i was saying when uh talking about like the matchup there oh uh, yeah i mean yeah the lakers certainly haven't faced a player like a Bam Adebayo yet uh, this postseason. Mm-hmm. But um, I agree. I think Lakers in in six, um, possibly five. I mean, this Heat team, they, they don't quit much like the Nuggets, uh, but the Lakers took care of a really resilient Nuggets team in five. Um, so I don't think – I don't. I really just don't think the Heat have much of a shot. As much as I would love to see them win it, um, I, I'm looking forward to Anthony Caruso going against Dragic. Kind of a weird thing, but I just think Caruso is such a pest, and Dragic has been so good this postseason. I think that's going to be a really interesting matchup. Um, and then Butler and LeBron. You got to imagine they'll be seeing a lot of each other as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Two absolute grinders and ballers and um, two guys, like you said, Spencer, with just such a will to win. Uh, That's going to be really fun to see as well. But, yeah, I mean, I – 
I will say I, I will be rooting for the Heat this series, no doubt, but I just I don't see um, much of a chance. If I had to pick an X factor from either side, I think Iguodala is a real X factor for the Heat if he can continue to play well, and we know he shows up big in finals. Um, so if he starts playing like Andre Iguodala, I mean, it could be a huge lift. And on the Lakers side, um, I don't really know. Maybe Kyle Kuzma. Um, just if he if he you know plays well as well, that could be a big boost for the Lakers bench. But um, I mean, you pretty much know what you're going to get from Danny Green, from Rajon Rondo, etc. So I, I almost think like in terms of the whole X factor thing, pointing out Iggy is a, a great uh, point because you know, like you said, he shows up for finals, and not only that, like he's been there, you know, like. You, the mm-hmm. same could obviously be said for LeBron, but I, I would almost say for the Lakers, like Rondo would be the guy because, you know, like he's a lesser player on that team, but, you know, he's been to the he finals. He also has been there. Yeah. So, yeah. And yeah, he also has that finals experience. And Iguodala and LeBron actually have have kind of matched up against each other a lot back in the Cavs-Warriors days. Um, so I, I wouldn't be shocked to maybe see that as a matchup a lot in mm-hmm. this series as well. Okay. Um, Victor? I don't want to underrate uh, the Heat again. I know this is their toughest matchup by far, so I'm going to say this series goes seven. But I'm not... I'm going to take the King in game seven, so I'll say the Lakers. Um, But I think they surprise some people and take it to seven. Kind of like Spencer said, the Lakers need to win for this season to, to be complete and to do it for Kobe. Um, and they have that Mamba mentality, and they won't settle for anything less. So I'm not going to pick against them. But I do see the Heat um, taking it to seven. Uh, and standout factor for me is, I mean, as you guys pointed out, since he's creating more space for himself, uh, Tyler Hero, can he perform um, and really play to his best level this whole series i mean he had what one game with 36 points last series uh and then he also had games under 15 points so if he can be hitting that 20 plus point mark every game which is asking a lot but if he can do it then i i do see that he going seven um and if he doesn't get at least 15 a game i don't see any way they could even try and win So that's like a Jalen Brown mentality. If Jalen Brown scores 25 points, the Celtics win. If he doesn't, well, yeah. they get knocked out by the Heat. Yeah, so um, <laughs> all in all, I mean, we're all pretty much in consensus. The Lakers are the better team. It's uh, just a matter of, in our eyes, how quick will they end this series? And, yeah. Um, I, I guess, like, with the four teams that were left – do you think this was like best case scenario yeah. for like best matchup or did you guys think something else would be better? Well, I, I know the NBA was probably hoping for a Boston LA final, mm-hmm. um, but from an entertainment standpoint, I think this is probably the best matchup we could have gotten. Um, I don't think, I don't think Lakers Celtics would have been bad either, but I think the heat will give them a more competitive series and I, I I didn't I don't think if the Nuggets made it it would have been nearly as good. Like I think the Lakers needed to have made it from an yeah, entertainment I standpoint. From an entertainment standpoint, anytime you have LeBron playing, it's just a more attractive uh option than honestly whatever the <laughs> other option is from that half. Uh and as unfortunate it is for the Nuggets that they're not the more entertaining team. I mean, to watch LeBron in the finals is always entertaining. So um yeah. And then I think the big names on the Heat, and maybe I just don't watch enough of these two teams, to me are more fun to watch. Um, Maybe that's just because even with a different team, I like watching Jimmy Butler play, and he's fun to watch to me. But yeah, that's why I would say the Heat are more entertaining slightly. How about you, Spencer? I mean, yeah, I think the Heat with how they mesh are definitely 
if it's going to be the Lakers, this definitely is the best matchup, and it should be like more hot, more hard fought. Um, I think I'm grateful that the Celtics are out, honestly, and I just wanted to get a lot, one last dig in on them. You know, as their season gets wrapped up and they leave the bubble, um, I, having to watch <laughs> them play the Lakers for four games because the Lakers would obviously sweep them um, because Le- oh. LeBron would take them to school and he'd make them call him daddy. Uh, they they would just fucking cry the entire time. So, like, while they were crying to the refs, LeBron would be doing, like, 360 dunks and just running up the score. Um, so I'm really grateful that we don't have to okay. watch that bullshit anymore. Fuck the Celtics. <laughs> I mean, I agree with, you know, fuck the Celtics, but I <laughs> I don't think they would have been swept. I no, think they wouldn't have. They would have taken one. But, yeah, they just don't – they wouldn't have matched up nearly as well as the Heat do just because – and not to say they're a less talented team because I think they're very comparable in terms of talent. But just like you said, they're just – there's a level of immaturity there. There's a level of – they don't really have experienced guys uh, when yeah. it comes to the postseason on that team. And I, I think with an experienced Lakers team that have a lot of veterans, yeah, they would have gotten run over for sure. Uh, so the Heat are definitely a better matchup from an entertainment Okay. Standpoint. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I don't think the Celtics. The Celtics are a good team. I, I'm not going to completely – I'll get that back in there. I won't completely <laughs> take that away from them. We um, have to say they're a good team because they swept the Sixers. So what does that say about the Sixers? <laughs> Sixers I don't know if the Sixers are a good team. All right. Anyway. We're a good team, not a great team or a above-average team. And they're good enough to be in the playoffs in the East. I don't know if that really says anything. <laughs> as a higher seed kind of <laughs> a five seed <laughs> oh boy all, all right. right i'm done talking basketball now let's victor. move on now we're talking about the sixers i'm getting sad let's move on victor how, how would you like to talk about uh the good old nhl i, would love to talk about, I actually thought you were going to say ironically how would i like to talk about the mlb <laughs> which i was actually for today excited to talk about too but no, no, no. Since you let me go with the NHL. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> game six is tonight, boys. I mean, it's been a great Stanley Cup uh, final, mm-hmm. at least in my opinion, as a Lightning fan. Uh, that said, for the most part, I thought the finals yeah. objectively have been good so far. Uh, game four was not. Uh, game four was all around an awful officiated game. Um I believe Brett and Will go more in-depth into that in their most recent episode of Hockey Thoughts. Uh, so, No, we don't, but we will be doing a finals review. Okay. Um, uh, well, then in the meantime, we yeah, end up with it. game four for anybody that didn't watch was pretty much decided by the refs. Uh, there was a lot of... Game, game five. five. No. Game four was when... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Game five. Last game. No, I was saying game four when the Lightning won on a Jamie Benn penalty to put them up 3-1 in the series. So, I, oh, that I was, was also saying, bad. Okay, yeah. I was yeah, saying game four go, more. Go, go um, game five was also terrible. <laughs> and from a Lightning standpoint, there's two different high sticks uh, to the face <laughs> that weren't called. Uh, there was also multiple against that weren't called. And I know it's, and then the one, the embellishment on Brain Point was where I lost my shit completely. Um, but that being said, I guess was a makeup call in OT and shouldn't have been called. And it gave uh, on Jamie Ben against, I forget who now. Um, but honestly, that ended the game because then the Tampa went on the power play and they were dominant on their power play ever since game one. Game two started of this series, going 50%, um, which is insane alone. And it put them up 3-1 in the series. Dallas uh, battled back, won game five. So now it's 3-2. Game six is tonight. I said going into this, uh, I talked about with Brett last week, that I had Tampa in seven. And I'm really hoping it doesn't go to that. Um I think the Lightning should be able to close it out tonight, but I don't want to get my hopes up in case I actually was right with my prediction. So, Brett? 
Spencer. I oh, I was gonna say I watched uh, game five. I watched the Double entire. Two. I got to watch the overtime. Um, yeah, uh, and I, I I thought there was no way in watching. Uh, yeah, it, once I started watching it, with how aggressive Tampa was. And they just – it felt like they had the puck for 95% of overtime. You know, like both, honestly. And I think – didn't Dallas only get like yeah. four shots on goal or something it's... crazy like that? Um, I think it was two. They got two in the first. I don't know how many they ended up actually having in the second. Um, but, man, it, it was just insane. I was like, there's no way Tampa Bay is not going to get this. They had a couple of really good looks, I thought. Um, and Dallas just like eked it out basically. And I was like, holy shit, I couldn't believe it. Um, I was like dumbfounded with some of the, some of like the, uh, oh my God, I'm forgetting Dallas's goalie, but some of the saves he had, like he had one that just ricocheted off the handle of his stick. That was like, had to be nothing short of dumb luck, but obviously I'm Uh, not a goalie. So this is the first series and not every game, just a few different, um, glimpses through it where i thought dobby hasn't been amazing um for the stars in that uh up till now i thought he was phenomenal pretty much the primary reason he was they were they made the finals in my mind um not necessarily game one but more games two through four i thought that kind of slipped a little uh and the lightning took advantage of when he wasn't playing to his best uh but he definitely brought it back a little bit uh, in game five and if he has it again tonight then we might be going to seven Comments. all right yeah game seven would be wednesday at eight um that is the same night the nba finals will tip off at nine so that kind of sucks for for us. But at least uh, NHL will then be over, and so there will be no interruptions with the finals after that or vice versa. Um, and, yeah, that's if necessary. Yeah. We'll see if it will be. Moving on to another set of playoffs. MLB, Spencer, welcome back. Uh, you get to talk about your favorite sport in the world and not only that but the playoffs of your favorite sport but before we get into it i want to give a shout out to brett as one he led the whole uh all except one pick i I nailed it i believe you had the phillies over the marlins because which one because the marlins schedule wasn't looking good oh yeah that was the one uh aside from that order and everything you nailed it so congrats now, Spencer, take it away. Thank you. Okay. Wow. What can be said about the MLB playoffs? Is there ever a more exciting time than when the baseball season is about to wrap up? I don't think so um, for most people. I'm sad, typically. But this is uh, this is the first time we're getting this expanded playoff format, which I don't know what your guys uh, I don't know what you guys think about it. I'm a fan. I love it. Yep, I think it's great. I think it means more competition and yeah, more of a competitive mindset amongst episode. the teams, um, yeah. and hopefully less tanking. Oh, okay. You didn't listen, did you, Spencer? I did not. Wow. I think you did us dirty. Yeah, you did oh, dirty. But wow. Yeah, I thought we did really well covering the MLB last episode, actually. I thought you guys I'm said sorry. you no, didn't Brett do said a good job, and so I was kind of nervous to listen. Yeah. But he nailed it. He I, nailed we tried our hardest. And he nailed the projections, <laughs> like 99% capacity. Thank you. Well, well now I'm going to have to go, I'll, I'll okay, go back okay. and listen. Moving on. Um, Thanks. Um, but yeah, I think the, the new playoff format is going to be great. And I, I hope that it's going to be, um, you know, continued in this capacity. Uh, we will see what they decide. Um, but yeah, just to get things rolling, we'll start in the American League. Um, Tampa Bay is uh, the number one 
over there. They're matching up against division rival, the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, you know, Tampa has looked good, you know, all, all year. Not really too surprising. Um, I think they're kind of the perfect team for a short season. Um, and, you know, I think this is going to be probably their best chance to like actually make it to a world series and potentially even win one. Um, if they've ever had a good chance, uh, I guess what back in Oh nine Oh eight against the Phillies was their last time where I think people kind of had this like belief in them. Um, they've kind of been underrated in my opinion lately. Uh, but the blue Jays are a really good team. They've, they've been hot at the right times this year. Uh, they just squeak in. They, they were ahead of the Yankees, though, for a while for that second ALE spot. So I definitely wouldn't count them out. Uh, the great thing about this first um, series is it's only three games. So, you know, it's going to be a battle of pitching for the most part. Um, but, you know, it's kind of dumb to say in a playoff format. But, like, you have to play your absolute heart out. Um Every, each and every game, you can't really take a game off because especially in a three game set, you know, that, that can really decide it. Um, so I think that one will be, I, I certainly think that'll be a fun series to watch, but if Tampa Bay is able to quiet the Jays bats, which I see as fairly likely Tampa's going to kind of roll. Um, the four and the five is Cleveland against the Yankees. Um, Cleveland has made some very questionable decisions, but the fact that they're still in the playoffs is, I think, both funny and kind of telling to how good that team is built. And then the Yankees were clear favorites to basically be the number one in the AL. And so I think it's funny that they didn't even win their division um, and let alone they're the fifth seed. Uh, the three and the six is the Twins and the the Astros. The Astros are saved and are in the playoffs basically because of this a uh, new format, which I also think is funny. I think the Twins are going to steamroll them. And then the A's against the Sox, A's against the White Sox, which I think might be the best um, matchup of the on the American League side. Um, but before I ramble on too much, what do you guys, what are you guys seeing when you look at the American League side of things? What are you seeing um, and how do you kind of, foresee each series you want to go first or second uh i'll I'll start because i'll be quick um i agree i'm looking forward to the a's white Sox series i think that's just like it's a good matchup and it's kind of has a classic feel to me i don't know why but just like i don't know a's white Sox. i feel like i've like rarely seen that ever so i'm looking forward to that um I'll take the A's in that. I'll take the Twins over the Ashes, like you said. I don't really think they'll have much issues there. Um, I like the Yankees over the Indians, and I like the Rays over the Blue Jays. So um, kind of looking ahead, I think the Tampa Tampa Yankees potential series in the second round could be really fun. Um, so yeah, I, I would I'm, be looking for I'm going to sure. agree with most of it. I like Tampa. That's it. Um, Go ahead, Victor. Gotta capitalize on the short year, as Spencer said. I do think the Yankees will handle the Indians. Um, I'll take the Twins. I'm gonna take the White Sox in an upset. I, I know that the A's are the better team, but you know the White Sox. I feel like they have something going for them this year, and uh, I think it would be a cool uh, ALDS between the White Sox and the Twins. So, yeah, I'll take them in that matchup. Yeah, the White Sox are kind of the American League uh, Padres. They didn't have as good of a year, but they're definitely out of these eight teams in the AL. I think they're probably the team that's the most fun to watch. I don't know if they're going to be able to pull it off against the A's, but I kind of hope they do um, because I just kind of want to see, you know, if they start to get some magic going for them, just how far they can make a run into these playoffs. Um, I wish the Indians would have won the central over the twins because then they would have been matching up against the Astros. Um, I kind of hate that the, the Indian, I have to pick 
I have to try and pick in my head the Indians over the Yankees. I'm going to pick the Indians um, because uh, I think Bieber, he just won the uh, pitching triple crown. Uh, so I kind of don't see him losing game one. Um, so getting that lead right away. And then you have to wonder with the Yankees pitching after Garrett Cole. Um, I think there's just kind of too many question marks. And I think that, yeah, again, it's a three-game series, so it's going to be hectic. But I think the Indians can pull that off. Back to the Twins-Astros, I think the Twins win that. Um, the only thing that kind of scares me there is that the Astros, they know what it's like to play in the postseason, but they don't have Verlander. Um, the Twins have been very like hot and cold at times this year, uh, but that lineup set the record last year for uh, most home runs in a single season. So I think if everything is playing right for them, um, they can make a pretty – pretty deep run and then like i had said tampa definitely has to capitalize so i'm taking them over the blue jays i did just um see that every one of these games is played at the higher seed stadium so the yankees are going to be hurt by that as well that they don't get to play in their wiffle ball park Mm -hmm. um with all their power hitters in the lineup so that's another thing to just note i guess that i just noticed yeah i love that also by the way that the higher seed gets three home games and it's just like a regular season series almost, but mm-hmm. it's playoffs. Like, I, I think this is great. I love the format. I really do. I think that that plays probably the most importance in the Indians Yankees series. And then the twins Astros series. Uh, Cause the Astros also have a ballpark that they typically can take advantage of um, with their cameras and hitting trash cans. Um, the, the A's, uh, you know, it's kind of more of a, a pitcher's park. Um, so they can use that to their advantage against that that stacked Sox lineup. Um, so we'll see there. But um, if you guys had to pick, if you guys just had to pick a team, um, I know we picked like our winners of each series, but out of those, if you just had to quickly pick one right now to make it I all the way to the, the Sox, World Series, who are you taking? But I won't. Um, I'll say the Twins. Um, I, I, I mean, I agree with the twins, but uh, to be different, I'll, I'll take the A's. Yeah, Vic, I agree. I really want to take the White Sox, uh, just because like I said, they've been really exciting. I just don't, I don't know if they can do it. Um, since I have the Indians beating the Yankees, I'm going to go Indians. I like it. They seem the most like sound team, uh, Tampa, like I said, is obviously built really well, but to not just take the number one seed. Okay, over in the NL, run through real quick. Dodgers dominated the entire season. They're the clear number one in the NL. Uh, The Brewers squeaked in on, I believe, the last day. Uh, They lost to the Cardinals, but they still made it. NL Central has four teams um, in the playoffs, by the way. Something worth kind of noting. Shows the even playing field that, that those teams play on. Uh, The four against the five is the Padres. They were definitely the most exciting team in the NL against the Cardinals. The three and the six is the Cubs against the Marlins. The Marlins probably the biggest surprise. And then the two and the seven is the Braves and the Reds. Um, I, I will take the Braves over the Reds. Um, I'll take the Cubs over the Marlins, although I really want the Marlins to win. They're probably the team I'm rooting for this whole postseason, um, just to win it all. Mm -hmm. But I really don't realistically see that happening. Um, I I would also, the Padres would be my backup team, so I hope they beat the Cardinals. So I'm going to take them in that series. And I'm going to take the Brewers over the Dodgers, actually. Clearly. Wow. As the big upset over there. So uh, all the favorites except for the okay. uh, um, Brewers-Dodgers series. I'll me. take the Dodgers. Uh, <laughs> I guess it's... I know it's a safe pick, but I'll take the Dodgers. <laughs> St. Louis always... I feel like... You said that the same way you said um, it, for that Saints-Raiders right. game. You so, went, uh, so I'll take the Saints. I guess that gives you... Duh. an even better feeling about the Brewers then. Um, 
the in the four five, this is probably the best shooting matchup to me as far as <laughs> I don't know who will come out of it. Um of the Padres Cardinals, but I want to see the Padres come out of it. So I'll take the Padres. Um I want to see them make it from the NL. Uh I'll take the Cubs over the Marlins. The Marlins had a good year being there. Um, but I think it ends here. And then I'll take the Braves. Yeah, I think out of these NL teams, I think the Brewers are the team that it's weird to say because you would think it would be the Marlins, but it's like one of these teams is not like the other. The uh, Brewers just were should have been a whole lot better, I thought, this year. Um, same with the Reds, honestly. Um, but, Brett, I think it's kind of funny that you picked them over the Dodgers because the Dodgers would blow this to the Brewers. I don't think it'll happen, right? but – Dude, I would not I be surprised. Might. I would not be. I would not be all that surprised. Um, but I am going to take the Dodgers. Yeah, Padres Cardinals. I'm. I'm obviously a Cardinals fan, but like, damn, if they're going to lose to anybody, I'm more than happy with it being the Padres. Especially if the Padres can make a deep run and maybe even make it to the World Series. I think realistically, the Padres also are the better team. So I think the Padres will win that series. Um, Cubs, Marlins. The Cubs also are kind of fake, in my opinion. They should not be the three. Um, I think the Cardinals were the better team in the Central. I think they kind of get a bad draw here, having to play the Padres um, in the first round. But the Cubs, I don't think, have an easy matchup against the Marlins. I'm going to take the Marlins because I think the Cubs are not that good, and I think they're going to blow it in the three-game series. And then Braves, Reds. Reds should have been a lot better this year, um, but they just kind of were flat, in my opinion. I honestly wasn't sure they were even going to make the playoffs, depending on what you know the Giants did towards the end and uh, the Phillies. Um, but here they are. They kind of also have bad luck because the Braves are a very, very good team. Um, so I think the Braves are probably going to take the game and take that series in two, honestly. Um, I don't think the Reds will pose that much of a threat, especially since they have to play in um, Atlanta. Uh, you know, yeah. home home field like doesn't play, I guess, as much of an impact, uh, except for like some of the stadiums and stuff with how they're kind of constructed. But like, you don't have like the fans on your side or anything. Um, so you know, in that sense, it's all kind of even. But you know, I, I feel like I could be wrong about this. Great American Ballpark, though, the Reds. Uh, small part yeah, yeah i feel like they they can kind of mash there um braves is a little bit bigger um i guess looking at these honestly like the cardinals and the padres are probably the one that's like fairly even but the padres kind of play in a smaller park too um the 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 marlins have to go play in the not so friendly confines of wrigley um but yeah if you had to pick a team out of the nl to just make the run you take him. Um, I think maybe it's Atlanta's year. So finally, so I'll, I'll take the Braves. Um, I do want to note. I I really hope that we see a Dodgers Padres second round matchup. I know it took the Brewers, <laughs> but I would love to see a Dodgers Padres second round matchup because that would be really fun. I think. So I kind of agree with But, yeah, that, I, I think but, the Braves uh, will represent Padres. the National League. And the way I see it is if the Padres win versus the Cardinals, they're coming out of the NL. Uh, I think that that will be a very strong first test for them. And uh, either they, they're they done there or they then have the confidence to make the run. All right. All right. I think the Braves, I kind of have to agree with you, Brett. They kind of have the best path if you think about it. Um, as long as they come out of this three-game series, they get a kind of good draw against either the um, the Cubs or the Marlins, and I don't really see them losing to one of them. If they... The Dodgers, on the other hand, have to play either San Diego or St. Louis. Uh, mm. 
St. Louis is just kind of St. Louis is just kind of like a, a, a like a mingy playoff team. Like they win games that they shouldn't. I, I'll be the first to admit that um, they shouldn't have been um, in the NLCS last year. So you know they're a well-built team that kind of puts up a fight when at times you think they should be dead. The good point, Dodgers, if they come out of that that first series. Um, so they kind of have a tough second round draw, assuming they're the ones that come out there. So, you know, if they do end up making it to the NLCS, they could be pretty battered and bruised while the Braves kind of waltzed and skipped their way in. So um, I think I'm going to go with the Braves as well. Braves, Braves Indians. What a, what a exciting world series that would be. That that's, that's my prediction. Mine would be, I guess, Braves Athletics. So a it's battle of the logos because I'm actually just looking <laughs> at how many MLB a. teams like primarily use their letters as opposed to like, you know, whereas I feel like other sports definitely try and embrace that logo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess mine is the Padres versus the Twins. Um, either one. I certainly. Yeah, no, I certainly, I, I certainly think uh, out of all of our quote-unquote predictions, again, not a single playoff game has been played yet. Um, but Vic, yours is you. the World Series that I would actually probably be the most excited for. Um, and I'm assuming that if the Twins were to make the World Series, they're probably hitting so many dingers, um, which would just be so much fun to watch. Those those two. Uh, a lot of personalities on the Twins. Uh, a lot of personalities, certainly on the Padres. Mm-hmm. The only team in the AL with more personalities, probably the White Sox. Say, so theoretically, the most exciting the would be World White Series Sox I Padres. Want to see is um, White but, Sox yeah, that, Marlins that or White Sox Padres. And then, as much as I don't want the Cubs to be there, if somehow it's a battle of Chicago, I think it would be cool to watch as long as the White Sox come out on top. Yeah, I don't want to see the Cubs come out in the first round. I'm adamant about that. I really hope the Marlins just go fins. Yeah, uh, fins yeah. up, baby. Um, fins up. Son. Yeah, but we'll see. I'm excited, though. Um, I think this all gets underway uh, tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Uh, game one. Like all day long? Yeah, I think game one of all of the AL starts tomorrow and then the next day we get the nl side of things going and it's going to be quick it's going to be uh again it's three was, three game series and then the typical alds nlds five game series I, and then the seven game every game is just series, back, back and then a seven game World because series, i'm seeing the 29th 30th how things are and working. then october 1st for the al wild card so it's no breaks in between the actual games only between the series at least in the first round Yeah, no, yeah, that's that's exactly how they're doing it. And then I think it, what the kind of cool thing um, that they're doing is like, you know, I, I honestly don't see why it's hard to play three games in a row because you literally do that and then some the entire season. Um, right. So it's cool that they're doing like three games in a row, but then you do get a couple of days before the next series kicks off. Um, so I do kind of like how they're doing that instead of yeah. trying to do like, oh, we play on Monday, and then we have three days off, and then we play. Like, it's just stupid how they sometimes set up um, postseason schedules. So there obviously is a bit more. Um, Aside from the World Series itself, every single um, series looks like it's – To try and get uh, it done. Every but, game is back-to-back, yeah. even the best of sevens. So. And – I, for one, just love this playoff format. I, I would love to see this happen every year from moving forward, you know. And I, I, know, I know a lot of people will be like, oh, it's too many teams. But when you look at the NHL and the NBA, it's, it's pretty, you're getting the same amount of teams in. Um, so I see no reason why the MLB could not yeah. just expand it like, like, like they format. did this year. And again, the three-game series in the first round, I think it's perfect. Yes, I agree. Could not agree more. Um, and then I, I don't know if you guys had anything else. I wanted to touch on one thing really quick because I won't be Absolutely. able to make to the gridiron this week. So, but there was oh, one game want. I just wanted to quick discuss, oh. if I'm allowed. 
No, not that. <laughs> I wanted to touch on the Eagles Bengals game. All right. Oh my god. Because. Um, just really quick, my thoughts on that. So I was watching that live. Um, first off, Wentz, I thought, played much better this week. I know he had two picks. I don't think either were really his fault. Um, and then he did lead a very nice last-ditch drive at the end of the fourth quarter. Shouldn't have even come to that, though. But anyways, then in overtime. So what a shit show, right? Um, Jason Peters gets hurt. They're pretty much in field goal range. Jason Peters gets hurt. The backup left tackle then immediately has a false start penalty. And the decision to punt after that is what I wanted to discuss. So, like, watching it live, I literally said to my friend, I was like, yeah, you got to punt now. Right after the false start penalty, I was like, you have to punt the ball now. And then I would say about 10 minutes after the game, I immediately hated myself for saying that because why the hell would you punt the ball? You play to win. And the fear of possibly giving them good field position, a bad Bengals team with a bad kicker, should not impact your decision to go for the win. I've seen Jake Elliott, having worked for the Eagles, hit 65 yarders with ease every day of practice. Um, He has the leg. He's one of the strongest-legged kickers in the league. He could have made it at least give him the chance or at least go for the first down still and run another play. But to just punt the game away, a tie helps you not at all. Um, It really, in the grand scheme of things, is not going to help the team at the end of the year. Um, It's worth the risk of dropping the 0-3 rather than 0-2-1 to just run a play or kick the field goal. I am just so befuddled by that decision and I just wanted to voice my frustration and say that while I do get it because again that's exactly what I said live while it was happening I said now you okay. gotta punt um, I completely disagree with the call now definitely something back at it. we will be talking about Jake Elliott could have made so it. I want to save the rest of it because we could go on that's my rant. alone just on this game uh And just, like, God help Carson Wentz, yep. too. Oh, my God. That drive to – the man the man catches the football and then immediately is under pressure. I feel, I feel for the guy. I really do. But he also needs to be better. Right. I mean, yeah, he needs Anyways. to be better. But, like, I, I won't get into it too much, Vic. Like you said, we can talk about this plenty um, for To the Gridiron. But, like, it's just other events that happened around the league. And you might know what I'm talking about, but yeah, Carson Wentz cannot catch a break and he's just going to keep having more and more haters. And you're right. He does need to play better, but I don't think that excuses, you know, how good he has been and how good we know he can be. He's just consistently put in terrible situations. It reminds me a lot, um, honestly, of like how the Colts handled Andrew Luck. And I wouldn't be surprised if Carson Wentz gets pushed out of the league early because he's going to have injury issues and stuff consistently because he's got no damn protection and there's just no help anywhere around him on, on the team as a whole. That's a perfect analogy, Andrew Luck. Yeah, because every every year when Wentz has been healthy, he's put up phenomenal numbers. And the problem being, he's not really healthy for too long because, yeah, there's just there's no help Absolutely. on the line or anywhere. But – that's all I wanted to say. And then uh, if I could make a quick note in the Premier League. Um, I just found it insanely funny that um, Everton fans pushed the Everton, one, of the, one of the three songs Everton has to the top of the iTunes UK charts above Drake, Miley Cyrus, all of that because that's the amount of excitement that myself and all Evertonians are feeling right now as they are 3-0 and in the year. And literally, yeah, iTunes UK, top of the chart, um, Spirit of the Blues, one of the Everton songs, number one on iTunes. And then to go off of that, the album, because there's an album of the three songs that you can buy on iTunes, was second, the second most bought album on iTunes. And then... Uh, a Tim Howard Everton movie was number one as well. <laughs> the most bought movie. 
hilarious stuff. I just wanted to make a note of that. It's getting a lot of social media attention. Um, and kind of cool also that Everton um, is now donating every single proceed from that movie uh, to develop a mental health facility right around the stadium, uh, right outside the stadium. So I thought that was a cool little tidbit. Um, they're not taking a penny of the, the movie sales. So great stuff. Um, just a note there. But just really funny to see like Spirit of the Blues and then whatever that new Miley Cyrus song is, is like number two. And see. then there's like that's a cool story. Drake like, or whatever. And but cool how they're just the donating everything. In the UK. Um, you love to see whenever sports can obviously uh, impact things outside of the game. He's for sure. Go Spurs. What? Go go Hotspurs. Oh, you were Tottenham fan. <laughs> no. I did no, not I'm know not, that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> if you had to pick a team, Spencer, what team I would, would you pick? pick? Tottenham. Okay. <laughs> well. All right. Um, yeah, that's all the random stuff yep. I got. I feel like every week I just drag out these podcasts with UFT my random fun. stories yeah, or random it. like sports news. But you know what? You all enjoy it deep down. So I just wanted, to, I just wanted to wrap. I feel like the perfect <laughs> way to wrap this up, Brett. You were talking about praying mantis at the beginning, um, and about halfway through this, it popped into my head. Do you remember when you and I were recording the one? Uh, like daily video for the top trader youtube channel and we both just were frozen in fear because we randomly saw a bug out of the corner of our eyes oh and we were like that is the biggest yes. bug we've ever seen <laughs> i just remember yes. oh my god <laughs> it was one of those giant like uh what are they called silverfish or millipede I things i don't know but right like it yeah uh we we both were oh. not fans and then it ran it ran yep. through the door, I remember. Didn't you open it up and go, like, try yes. to kill it? Yes. All the videos are still yeah. there. Um, Our YouTube channel's still up, yeah. right? The, the, uh, the viewers can go back and find also, that. Or the listeners, I should say. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, oh, that was terrible. <laughs> thank you, everybody, for tuning uh, into this episode of Top Chair Sports. Sorry, Victor. I'm sorry. Olympia I keep interrupting you. You can close it out now. And again, as we said, we keep everything up. So make sure you go back, watch all our YouTube videos (laughs) uh, because there are some good moments. Don't watch them all, but watch the funny ones. So all of them. Uh, Yes. Yeah, they're all kind of like as well as I recommend situational. So it's stuff um, that happened in the past, but the intros are all very funny. we came up on two full years that we've been doing this now. So thank you to both of you for mm-hmm. sticking with this ah. this whole time. And, uh, so it actually was September Aww. 10th, but this is the first time since then that we've had all three of us. Wait, when's on our anniversary? True episode, not just to the gridiron. So yeah. Okay. On that. Aww. On the Cheers to two years. Uh, make sure to tune in. Some of the cutest Thursday as we head to the third hour. Twenty-four months. Uh, wow. Got more into this Bengals game. 